deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. The following ad is sponsored by Pets Best Insurance Services. Pets come into our lives in many ways. Shelters, breeders, or unexpected encounters. But no matter how you found your pet, they become our perfect match. Unfortunately, finding the right pet insurance plan can be hard. That's where Pets Best comes in. With a little information about you, when your pet, Pets Best will recommend a plan that meets your needs and budget. Visit PetsBest.com to learn more today. Your perfect pet deserves the perfect coverage. PetsBest.com. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of Squirrel Friends, the official RuPaul's Drag Race podcast. I'm Alec Moppa, here to introduce the queen of show business, America's sister, Lottie Love. Hello, Alec. How are you, darling? I'm good. Um, you're always on another adventure. Like, <laughs> I, I watch your Instagram like a hawk, like a stalker. Like uh, somebody, I'm obsessed with you. I admit well, it. I'm obsessed with you. And I, I'm oh, obsessed with, you know, the fact that we're working so well together mm-hmm. doing this Drag Race recap. Yeah. When's it going to go wrong, Lonnie? When are we going to have our first fight? What's that going to be about? Uh, who? Well, you know what? It's interesting because in this episode, episode seven, mm-hmm. season 15, there is some beef that is happening. I so, know. you know, this is a real good lesson. This is what I always love about Drag Race is that each episode there is something that happens and for this episode i thought it was really really interesting but before we get into that yeah spoiler warning what are we going to talk about today alex today we're going to talk about rue directing the queens for the daytona wind reboot on the finished product and what we thought the queens looking a little puffy on the (laughs) runway and the lip sync and elimination. And later in the episode, we are joined by one fierce diva, Robin Fierce is here. And you know what? Again, this is season 15, episode 7. Mm-hmm. Um, oh Lord. It is a Wednesday. It is you a Wednesday, what? not a I Monday. I did a taping. That's what you it was. Did. I did a taping. I you had did to you tape six. that's what I was gonna talk about. You were gonna yeah. talk you were on a game show. Yeah, and I taped yes. six episodes yesterday. And it's and so now I'm trying to get back into my rhythm yeah. of yeah. podcasting and not oh just the automatic. Gosh. So forgive me, squirrel friends. That game show took everything out of her, oh squirrel my friends. God. She's exhausted. I She's a trooper. She showed up. I also did my treadmill. I did <sighs> the treadmill too. Have you lost any more weight? <sighs> no. That's why I'm trying to, because, you know, Oscar season is coming up. And so I I'm know. trying to get ready for that. We have to call Ross Matthews nutritionist. He gave us both the number and <laughs> we both so. threw it away. Like we neither one so. of us has called them back. And have you noticed how skinny Ross has been? Like oh he goodness. stayed skinny. He has not gained the weight back. Well, also he's married to a doctor now. So I'm pretty sure Dr. Wellington has him on the straight and narrow. So if we were married to doctors, we'd be skinny? That's the problem? Let me tell you something. If we were married to anything like health related, I Mm. believe that. I don't think that you could be married to somebody. Have you ever seen doctors with a spouse that maybe looks unhealthy? That are unhealthy. So I believe that. 
Okay. Well, let's get back into this. Okay, let's get back into okay. it. Sorry. Squirrel friends, it's time for 15 seconds to say. This is where Alec and I have 15 seconds to race and say all of our most important thoughts and takes on a topic given to us by our fabulous producers. It's season okay. 15, which means 15 seconds. So here we go. Okay. Alec. Okay. We see the group song Beef carry over to this week with Mistress Emalasia, and they eventually squash it. But it makes you wonder, what is the best way to squash beef with a close friend of yours? So, Alec, I'm going to give you 15 seconds. Ready, set, say. The best way is to talk. If it's a close friend, you can have that conversation with the friend. But you have to get to a point where you're not angry yourself. You have to get to a point where you're calm enough to listen and and That's talk. It. Okay. Good, good job. Thank you. You did Thank good. You. Okay. okay. Well, did okay. that does that make sense? Okay. Okay, your that turn. That makes sense. Okay, are you, my turn. Are you timing it? Uh, yeah, I'll time okay. it. Okay. Okay, you're timing it. Go. Say. You just talk it out. I mean, if it's your friend, talk it out. Sometimes you just, you know, let stuff happen. You don't worry about it. I mean, because if that's your friend, that's your friend. You know mm-hmm. that eventually y'all get back on track. 15 mm-hmm. seconds. 15 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> yeah, but do you know what I'm talking about? You can't talk about something that you're angry about while you're still mad. Well, you know what? This is what we get to say in, in mindfulness meditation is mm. to give it a pause. Give everything a give beat. Give it a pause. Give yeah. it a pause. Give it a beat before you react and you say something that's crazy. So, yeah. you know, Squirrel Friends, if you want us to say something for 15 seconds, which we usually don't do, but we, <laughs> you know. We in 16 18. or 18 seconds. <laughs> DM us your message or your ideas at Alec Mappa on Instagram, at Comic Lonnie Love on Instagram, and at Lonnie Love on Twitter. And you know what? I had posted about the podcast, and someone in the comments said, that guy from Half and Half yeah. is funny. Oh, okay. Good to know. Good to know. After I all this time. To, I want you to feel that love. Okay? Thank you. Thank you for my flowers. Have you ever had a disagreement, like a really bad disagreement with a really good friend? I think we all have. Yes, but I had, I did not recover from this really, really bad disagreement. Oh. I had a friend from college who, while I was on the road with my very first tour of a play, was stealing from me. Like money? Yeah, money. Money. Stole money from me. Somehow got access to checks. And I, it's too, there's too many details. But it was kind of like I was working so hard. And to find out that somebody that close to me, a good friend, was stealing... It just ended it. I We could never be friends again. Let me tell you something, baby. That wasn't no friend. No. That was not no friend. Do you know no. how many people in this industry, like, I've tried to help? And I'm talking about we're friends, like, yeah. you know, I thought we were friends, mm. but then they double-crossed me yeah. or, you know, they do something behind my back. And I mm-hmm. realized that they weren't friends. They were maybe an acquaintance. Right. But not a friend. Right. That's like a doomsday event for me. It was kind of like... Oh, oh, sorry. It was such a violation. What about you? Have you ever had like a major disagreement? I mean, Not- you're with those girls for nine seasons. I mean, did you ever have beef with them? Any of no, them? No, you know what? I didn't have any beef with, you know, I love my coworkers. Okay. And my thing is, I give grace to people. And I think that's something that we have to do especially in this country we have to mm. learn to give grace to people like what does every that mean day break not that down be, when we say give grace mm. whenever you're on a movie set remember i told you and you're on a yes. movie set 
and you got to finish a scene and maybe you got like five minutes, but mm-hmm. you're up against the clock and it's time to go to lunch. The assistant director will say to the whole crew, because, you know, this is what they do is say, can we have mm-hmm. a grace? And grace gives you the time to finish out that scene. If okay. one person says no, we all got to go to lunch. Oh, uh, we all got to go. Yeah. But usually everybody People are will, good sports. Yeah. You're right. They're good sports. And so that's what I mean by giving grace. Giving grace is, you know, allow a person to have a bad day. Allow a person to just be themselves. Maybe mm-hmm. they're going through something and don't take everything personal. And then when you give grace and then you give it a pause, then you can react to it in a different way and that's, hopefully yeah. resolve the solution. So that's what I believe. That's yeah. what I mean about like not talking about something while you're still mad about it. Exactly. Like one time me and my ex were having an argument. He's an ex. And I said, right now I'm too angry to talk about this. I'm just thinking about the next thing I want to say to hurt you. Right. <laughs> Ooh. So we got to uh, yeah. pause. Yeah. Give it grace. And yeah. with that, we're going to get into this episode. We okay. say goodbye to Robin Fierce last Bye. week. Oh, Malaysia is still mad about the who, which group got which music argument, you know, and her and mistress continue to argue after the runway. Yes. And you know what? In, in that part, you could feel some tension. Uh-huh. And it's resolved at the end of the episode, which yes. I'm glad that they did Me do too. it. But... You know, my thing was sometimes people play too much. And we were saying this a couple of uh, episodes back. Right. How Mistress is a different type of queen than Malaysia is. Mm-hmm. And first of all, they're both big girls. They're both mm-hmm. in competition. But Mistress comes, she just shades differently, I believe. Yes. And so that shade for her, she don't take everything seriously but she's still being competitive. And I think yes. Malaysia was feeling a little more intimidated and getting because she wanted to be considered seriously and it was hurting her feelings. Yes. And when she was saying angrily, I said what I said, that was like a boundary. It was mm-hmm. like, we're done. And so if somebody's that angry, you know, I always go, let's talk about it later. Yeah. We're too, this is too hot right now. I've learned that my son is 18 now. He just turned 18 today. Happy oh. birthday to my son. Happy Zion. Um, and I've learned that, you know, when he was a little kid and when he was mad and even as a teenager, it's kind of like it's not going to be solved right away. Mm-hmm. We got we got to cool it and we'll we'll kiss and we'll make up later, but not now. And God bless Sasha Kobe because Sasha, because they were all the queens were in the workroom. They were discussing mm. what was going on. And yeah. Sasha was really, I believe, trying to find a solution to the situation, yeah. which was making Mistress upset. Like, I, you know, Sasha, you always trying to be, you know, the teacher, the, the, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever. And it's like, yeah. well, Sasha's just trying to release the tension. I'm that type of person. Uh-huh. You know, and people get mad at me. Like, you think you know it all and you think you are teaching. You think you. Oh, yeah. Well, it's like when you're breaking up a fight and those two people turn against you. It's like, (laughs) wait a second. I'm just a peacemaker here. And this is why they do the group challenges, Mm. because the group challenges allow you with all these 16, what they start off with, you know, it allows you to start seeing who can get along, who works well, who doesn't yeah. work well, who's yeah. shy. This is the reason why they do these type of challenges. Who's going to show their ass right uh, away? Definitely. Who's gonna, yeah. But I love like how Sasha was like, okay, it's resolved. And you can see from the two faces that exactly. no, it's not. They no, both like not, cutting eyes not, at each yeah, other. Because until close. you have that talk, you have to have that talk. 
yeah. and you have to have that agreement and that right. didn't happen so that you kept feeling that tension so right. rue comes in with this yes. fabulous outfit. It looks like uh, Beetlejuice pajamas. That's what I, like, <laughs> very first time Rui came out, I was like, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. It is black and white stripes and pajamas, a very loose top, but the top was uneven. Like, the hem on the top mm-hmm. has half of it going up and half of it going down. Of course, it's RuPaul, so it's it's very unusual with red sandals and a red kerchief. It was very elegant. He looked very comfy. This is, I like this better than Cardigan Rue last week. <laughs> Cardigan Rue, I was like, nah, it's too comfy. We're not in your library at home. You're doing your show. Put on something. I do believe that he dressed this way because it was going to be a long day for him. Yes. And that's the reason why he dressed this way. And we're going to talk about that when we come back because we have to take a quick break. Don't go anywhere because we're going to get into the maxi challenge when we get back. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 infinity qx80 join us march 20th live from the edge at hudson yards in new york city featuring an unforgettable performance by grammy and academy award-winning singer songwriter and composer john batiste the all-new infinity qx80 is unlike any luxury suv you've ever seen Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-Fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a brand new Samsung A14 on them. Straight Talk Unlimited plans start at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Who wouldn't want a few extra bucks in their pocket? Straight Talk is a great everyday value on wireless. Plus, it all runs on the most reliable 5G network in America. So treat yourself to Straight Talk today. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Straight Talk utilizes the network with the most first place rankings and root metrics 1H 2023 5G reliability assessments of 125 metros. Results may vary. Not an endorsement. And we're back. It's the next day. And Rue tells the queens to batten down the hatches because for this week's Maxi Challenge, they will be starring in the reboot of one of his favorite shows of all time, The Daytona Wind. (laughs) Now, they did that last year. And the girls didn't know while they were filming the soap that the technical people were adding farts. (laughs) in oh. and fart sounds in, remember? So that when they were doing all these dramatic pauses and every time there was a dramatic pause, we were like, Bleh. it was so funny. So, you know me and farts. I love them. You love farts. <laughs> I you, love farts. Uh, Do you and your boyfriend fart in front of each other? Oh, he doesn't care. He farts in front of anybody. I mean, What about you? I don't. I try to hold it. That's so rude. <laughs> rude and it's nasty so wait okay so when you have to do it are you just clenching are you what do you do i mean i 
it, usually it happens at night. So okay. and he's sleeping. So I let it yeah. all go out. All right. <laughs> it's yeah. like it's a lot happening. You know, me what and mean? my husband too. It's like whales talking to each other. I remember I did this show on BET called Comic View and it was years ago and they were trying to do something different. So they had all the comics and it was really like a stepping stone for in black right. comedy back then. Mm-hmm. And so this one particular season, they had a lot of comics and when we watched it, they added sound effects. Oh no. But the sound effects were like if something didn't land, there were crickets. Yeah. Oh okay. if there was all kind of, I mean, it was so bad. <laughs> Luckily for me, I didn't have a problem. Oh but my God, so many God. other kind but they didn't tell They didn't the tell comedians. them that they were gonna do that. Oh, how hurtful. And it was so embarrassing and it yeah. was so hurtful. So it was like anytime I do comedy <laughs> on television, mm-hmm. I find out are there gonna be any added extra right. stuff? Right. Listen, <laughs> before we go any further, okay, I have one quick anecdote. I went to see Moulin Rouge in San Francisco. Francisco, the musical, the Broadway musical. Uh, somebody uh-huh. had gotten me a ticket, and so I flew up to see Ooh. it. And I was sitting with my best friend from high school, Yolance Draper, if she's listening. Seriously funny woman. And at the very, very end, when Satine, at the end of Moulin Rouge, you know, she passes away from consumption, there was a fart in the audience. like, <laughs> And the whole audience pretended not to hear it. And I looked over at my friend, and I was prepared to let it go, and she heard it too. <laughs> And during the most serious part of the show, we were laughing so hard that the entire aisle started to shake. People were giving us dirty looks like, Satina's dying! What is your problem? (laughs) Somebody farted. (laughs) Uh, So awesome. Okay, we got to get to the workroom. Okay. That was was worth it. That yeah. was worth it. It was okay. so good. It Sometimes was so good. all your, your, your stories, you'd be like, okay. <laughs> Do you know what time I was in Vegas? And two black women. We've heard this story before. Okay. So the action of the show still centers around three feuding drag dynasties, drag race dynasties. But this time the show will be sitcom style. Love it. Which is great. And because Aura won the maxi challenge last week, she is in charge of assigning the roles. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Okay. okay. You right. know, so there's this one character, Fancy. Fancy is the lead that is everybody the lead. wants it. So yeah. everybody's like, I think I should be fancy. I think I should be fancy. I think right. I should be. And then right. Aura is like, I want to be fancy. I mean, it's something different. Yeah, but she didn't get any of the references. <laughs> like they said, he had rigor Morris, which is in reference to what Alyssa Edwards had said in previous seasons. Oh. Like the, the correct term is rigor mortis. When a corpse <laughs> stiffens up. And Alyssa Edwards said rigor Morris. So they put that into the script. They put a right. lot of reference. Keep those nuts away from my face. All exactly. that stuff. Exactly. So I was surprised, like, why aren't you getting that? Why, aren't, <laughs> if that's like in the script, it's been a part. I was like, uh, it, that, that was, that was puzzling Look, to me. whenever you do acting challenges, everybody thinks the lead is, I want to be the lead. I can, right, no. right. Sometimes it's those little side characters. It's the yeah. supporting characters yeah. that make you pop. Not right. necessarily, I mean, when you got a lead, you got a lead. I know. Okay. But this is the thing. When I first came to Los Angeles, the first roles that I could get on any sitcoms were called under fives, which mm. means you have under five lines. Mm-hmm. So I would say, like, how can I steal this? Mm-hmm. How can I make myself so memorable and so ridiculous? And usually they let me go. Sometimes directors would go, stop. You're not the star of this scene. <laughs> it's Roseanne, not You're you. You're stealing a but, scene. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a bad 
balance. It's yeah. a balance, Alec. It's, a it's balance. like it's like no, it's no business. Like yeah, like, wait, yeah. Pull, pull it back, pull, pull it <laughs> yeah. back. Okay, it's like somebody's trying to do a scene, and I'm in the corner of it going, <laughs> you're just making faces and stuff. Oh, it doesn't yeah. work that way all the time. <laughs> but in this one, where they gave Malaysia the Reverend part, I thought that was. That Perfect. was really, really good. Yeah. Spice played Deandra, which was kind of a ditzy character. Mm-hmm. She chose that. Lucy LaDuca was Liza Dean, which was the maid. Mm-hmm. She was the maid. Sasha was Maxi. Jax as Jackson. So there's a lot of like, it, they're all the relatives showing up. So right. Selena was Aunt Hattie Ruth. Anitra was Cousin Georgie. Marsha was Cousin Dodie. Uh, Malaysia was the Reverend. But it's kind of like, you have to find what's funny about that. Part and really maximize your time on screen. And you're right, it's not always about the lines. No, it's not about always about the lines. It's about what you do with the mm-hmm. role that you have. Yeah. What part would you have liked to have done? I guess the widow. What Aura did as the widow, mm-hmm. I would have gone really further of that, you know, because I would be the matriarch of the family. I would, that's a chance to really ham it up. Yeah, and I I, I really liked what S. Titties did with mm, her character. I thought yeah. that she was really, really good. Also, I want to go back because when they were doing the rehearsals, to see Rue there and coaching them and giving them direction was awesome. I and yes. I and I just really like that. I I think that he's been doing this for so long that he gets it. He knows what's funny. Right. He knows what's campy. So if you really listen to him and take that direction, it just comes together. I think he did a really good job as a director. Yeah, you know? and sitcom directing is a very specific thing. You know, you yeah. watch Golden Girls, you watch old sitcoms. Those ensembles are so tight, and they've rehearsed all week. So by the time that it's camera day and you're in front of the cameras you've been rehearsing all week so you know your cues but they're doing this in one day so you really have to hit the ground running I thought Malaysia really stole it as the reverend with her speaking in tongues yes T.S. Madison did that for me one time and it terrified me We were in the car going through the drive-thru, and I said, did you grow up in a church where you speak in tongues? And then she just started doing it off the top of her head. But there were very specific words, and I was like, oh, my God, she's possessed. (laughs) Now, also going back, that Mm -hmm. when they were looking at the parts, you know, Aura wanted the lead part. But then, Mm -hmm. you know, Mistress, because she couldn't get the references, Mistress started campaigning right then and there for... wasn't that good? Oh, that was excellent. That bitch did it. She got her role. I was like, yes. It was the shady swap. (laughs) I loved it. That's right. That's how you do it. And everybody else was like, congratulations. (laughs) Like, but like, she did it. She kind of got the part and everybody left her alone. And then Aura had to say in one of her lines, another RuPaul saying, every hole is a goal. Right. And she had trouble with that. Any hole is a goal. And it was crickets. And it kept being crickets. And RuPaul was trying to give the direction that, Mm -hmm. you know what? Be over the top. And that was the direction for a lot of the queens. Mm -hmm. If they look at themselves, it was like, Mm -hmm. don't take this seriously. This is not Shakespeare, people. This is an over the top sitcom drag. Mm -hmm. Have fun with it. And that's what you have to do. And so if you notice the people that did have fun as cities, Mistress, Malaysia, they had fun. Because they had confidence with it. I think a lot of them looked nervous to me. Like when when Rue kept on giving Aura the note, I could see her kind of shutting down 
kind mm-hmm. of like, uh, you become a little more self-conscious, mm-hmm. a little less free. I think that's what happened. And then Jax was so busy looking at what she thought the character was and what was written on paper. She kept saying, oh, it's a stoner person. So right? I, that's why I was trying to play it as a stoner. And it's like, but... You got to understand, too, in acting, because we do act, Mm -hmm. a lot of times you get the character description Mm -hmm. and they change it. They will change it on you in an instant, right? depending on how the energies are and how the other actors are. That happened to me on Kevin Hart's show, Real House Husbands of Hollywood. Mm -hmm. Remember his uh, show that he had? I guest starred on that and I showed up and he goes, yeah, we're not doing that. We're doing something else. And I was like, what? So I had to (laughs) just go with it right away but it's true you have to kind of just also when you're on stage and if on the rare occasion for you Lonnie when something isn't working you're like all right switch it up I'm not reaching them with this I gotta come up with something else yeah yeah and that's what you have to do you have to feel the energy you once you feel the energy and the chemistry and so that's why you saw the chemistry between mistress and Malaysia Mm -hmm. even though they were beefing they were excellent together there's a point of being professional Mm-hmm. And that's what happens. You let mm-hmm. you let that up, whatever shit's happening, let that yeah. go. And yeah. then you become professional and you get the work done. And then yeah. you see the magic happen. Also, right. two other good scene partners and the judge referenced them was Anitra and Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Really, really good together. Really good together. Yeah. Very, very good together. So you could see the people. They were balanced and they were listening to each other and mm-hmm. they were having fun. I mean, that's what you really want to do. And I think that Jax, you're right, did get stuck on she's a stoner well if she's a stoner make her funny you know there's lots of ways to do that she was having trouble they had a big surprise guest at the very end who was it who popped in at the end of the scene Oh, Danny Trejo. He was Big Daddy in the end. And anybody that knows Danny Trejo, I did a film with him. Me too. And he, when I say just the loveliest man, he does so much in LA. Um, He -hmm. has the Danny Trejo tacos. Mm -hmm. He's a a sober survivor. And he just does everything for, we love Danny Trejo. He works with at-risk youth because he said he was a, he goes, you know, rich kid, he told me on the set, rich kids get diagnosed with ADHD and they get treatment and they get drugs and kids in the ghetto just get arrested. Mm -hmm. So he works with at-risk youth. Danny Trejo was a drug addict. He was in prison Mm -hmm. at one point and he said there was a prison riot where he was put in solitary confinement after a guards versus the prisoners baseball game Mm -hmm. that one of the guards was chewing gum and none of the prisoners were allowed gum. And so right before the pitch, the pitcher looked at the guy who was he was throwing the ball to and purposely showed him he had gum just to f- mess with him. Uh-huh. And it started a prison riot. While Danny was in solitary confinement, he said, Lord, if you ever get me out of here, I'm going to help people. I'm going to stop doing drugs and I'm going to make something in my life. And he did. And he's he, I've never seen anybody walk onto a set and everybody loves him. Everybody. Everybody. Everybody has such admiration for that guy. He's the best uh, guy. Hello, Danny. We love you. We love you, Danny. I hope mm-hmm. to see you really soon. So mm-hmm. overall, they got this done. What did you think overall about this whole sketch? Well, you know, it's in this edit, we got to see a lot of Mistress and Malaysia. I felt like I, I needed to see more of everybody else, but mm-hmm. you could really see who was struggling and who wasn't and who was really enjoying themselves. And Mistress and Malaysia it. stole it. I yeah. liked it. And yeah. I liked it. In the end, the edit comes together, the mm-hmm. sound effects. It, it was really, really funny. And um, even when Malaysia shut the door, 
slammed mm, the door. So um, funny. That was just, I just, that was laugh out loud funny. That was so great. They did a great job. Yeah. When we come back. We got to take a quick break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about that runway. We'll be right back. Okay. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a brand new Samsung A14 on them. Straight Talk Unlimited plans start at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Who wouldn't want a few extra bucks in their pocket? Straight Talk is a great everyday value on wireless. Plus, it all runs on the most reliable 5G network in America. So treat yourself to Straight Talk today. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Straight Talk utilizes the network with the most first place rankings and root metrics 1H 2023 5G reliability assessments of 125 metros. Results may vary. Not an endorsement. And we're back. Yeah. Before we head to the runway, we see Mistress and Malaysia squash their beef. Yeah. That was nice. And that's what I'm talking about. If you're going to work with someone, I think that you shouldn't make everybody else feel uncomfortable. It comes a time when you got to sit down and you got to put your big girl panties on Mm -hmm. and just talk it out. And they did. There was an apology. Mm -hmm. And I just think that that was nice. It was nice to see that. It was nice to see. And also it was an example of they were both calm. Mm -hmm. They were at a space where they could talk about it. And before it was too elevated. Exactly. You know, it was like when when you have two cornered animals who are just growling at each other, you got to, nope, we got to put them in separate cages, give them some time and distance. And it's a competition. So you're going to have this type of stuff. You're yes. going to have disagreements. You know, everybody's trying to win. Everybody's mm-hmm. got this anxiety. So it's yeah. natural that everybody's not going to be polite. Some people, no. you know, they, they want to win. And sometimes, you know, they... $200,000. Shoot. and and a year of Anastasia (laughs) Beverly Hills Cosmetics $200,000 powered by Cash App and a a year of what? Anastasia Anastasia Anastasia, Beverly Hills Cosmetics I I I still want to know what a year's supply of cosmetics looks like they probably give it to you like once a month they give you so you many sell, products. Like a box of stuff? Yeah. Like month? once a month. What's the makeup you run out of first? What would you want a year's Foundation. supply of? Foundation. Yeah, me too. Foundation, Foundation, powder, lashes. 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 Oh, my God. Mm. I use mine's over because I'm just yeah. like. I'm Are you good budget. at putting them on? Yeah. Now yeah. I am. 
I used to not be. You have to blow like, on the glue and wait you have for to it let to it get, get a little tacky. sticky. Yeah. yeah. And, and then, then you, you put you it on. It you on. can't put it on right away because then you end up with an eyeful of glue. Oh, my goodness. And I hate that. And you horrible. ruin your contact and it's just a mess. Anyway. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about the, the runway. RuPaul comes on. Beautiful outfit. Oh, beautiful. Once again, I haven't seen RuPaul in this color before. She came out in like almost like a sapphire blue tiger stripe mm-hmm. is the only way I can describe it. A sapphire blue tiger stripe that went between sapphire blue and navy. It was glittery, form-fitting gown with a cutout in the middle of the abdomen. So it was kind of like almost like a bikini top mm-hmm. that went into the skirt. Absolutely beautiful. She wore her auburn hair. I don't know what this one is called. Apparently, Rue names all of her wigs. Mm -hmm. So we have to find out what this one is called. Absolutely gorgeous. I like her in the kind of amber colored wigs. I like it. And that waist was snatch, honey. We've never seen RuPaul in a black wig. No. Never seen her in a dark hair. I wonder why. I wonder why. Mm. Hmm. I would love to see. Yeah. Next time we see Rue, we'll say, why aren't you? Well, you got to get black hair. (laughs) Black hair matters. Black, Black hair. hair matters, Rue. Matters. Well, I love that they um, when Rue opened up, he asked each of the judges their favorite sitcom one-liners. Yes, you know, yeah, and I thought so that was funny. cute. My favorite sitcom one-liner has to be anything from Sanford and Son. Oh. I'm coming, Elizabeth. <laughs> <laughs> I used to love when LaWanda Page and Red Fox got into a fight. Oh, they go Esther. at it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You a messy fool. Well, you, you a sassy fool. Yo, fish eye fool. I like, I like my favorite sitcom line that everybody in the black community and some other people remember yeah. is that it was good times. James Evans had died and mm. Florida Evans yeah. hadn't responded. Mm-hmm. And it was after the way everybody kept asking him, what's wrong? You're not responding. Whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And so everybody cleared out. Everybody was gone. It was after the funeral. Mm-hmm. And so she's she's putting up the dish in the bowl. Mm-hmm. And then she drops the bowl and she goes, mm-hmm. damn, damn, damn. <laughs> oh, it's so sad. <laughs> yeah. And, and Lonnie finds that funny. She finds Everybody uses Esther Roll losing her husband. It's so, but it's so iconic. Damn, damn, it's damn. It's iconic. so iconic. Yeah. Like, when you get mad, yeah. damn, yeah. damn, damn, damn. Okay. The other one I like is from What's Happening when they'd walk in and go, hey, hey, hey. Oh, that's cute. I like that one. That's cute. Okay. So the guest judge is Harvey Guillen from What We Do in the Shadows. He plays Guillermo, the familiar to the vampires on that series. And he's so funny. Oh, and so cute. I he's love so little cute. outfit with the big bow and yeah. the, the white sequence. I yeah. love a bow and he's, a sequence. He's so adorable. The runway was puffer, please. Right. So it's going to be anything like puffer coat, down coat, quilty. And the first one out was Lucy Laduca, who could only be what was described as a drag version of the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. <laughs> So, you know how the Stay Plus Marshmallow Hand has the sailor outfit? Well, mm-hmm. she did that top as a bikini, so her legs are showing. Long, long legs with the stockings, red platform shoes, and had a white puffer cape with marshmallow sleeves. I love this. It was fun. I, yeah. I really, I loved it. And immediately recognizable. It was yes. great. Yeah. Up next was Spice. Spice came out in another short skirt, kind of looking like a ski bunny. She had a long, straight black wig. This looks like it's 40 inches. 
Mm-hmm. It could be 40 inches. That's a long wig. And had like a quilted dress that was in a very light lavender, mm-hmm. a white kind of Angora head wrap, you know, like the girls wear in Aspen, rich girls. She looked like a rich girl in Aspen. And she had matching thigh length platform lavender boots. Now, one note that Michelle gave Spice was that, okay, you keep coming out here, you keep doing the same moves on the runway. Right. And it's like this little, like, squirrel move, even though yes, she's squirrel Yeah, friend. yeah, she's like, <laughs> she's she's hopping forward like a little squirrel or a bunny. And they even played multiple versions of it, and you could yeah. see that it was the identical runway each time. And Michelle said she was bored. And I was talking about this earlier, like, are we going to see a different silhouette from these girls. Exactly. Are we going to see a full-length gown? Well, we've been saying that at the beginning. Yeah. You know, right. we were saying that at the beginning. Also, there was a note that during her act in the skit, yeah. she just, she could have been the star. Carson said it. She mm. could have been the star, but she wasn't. And here again, I'm, we're going to say, okay, Experience. that's it. That's it. Like, we keep we keep saying. Up next, Sasha yeah. Colby. Sasha Colby, oh my gosh. What came out in all black and yellow quilted kind of patent leather. Uh, <laughs> it was like an oversized, almost like down coat, down quilted coat in black and yellow stripes. So she looked like a giant bumblebee. But it was cut out all over her body. Her torso was exposed. Body, adi, adi. Body, adi, adi. She looked like a fireman, hot drag queen fireman getting undressed. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And legs everywhere. I mean, she's beautiful. Just beautiful. Ruth said, float like a butterfly, sting like a bee. Yeah. Her runways, to me, she always has a complete story. And again, she has the experience of being a pageant queen. And Mm -hmm. so she always maximizes her time on the runway. I'm going to show you the outfit. I'm going to tell you the story. I'm going to do the moves that go along with it. And she was safe for this week. She was Next safe. up, Lux Noir London came out in pink and black, which is my favorite good and plenty combination. She had a little pillbox hat on top. She said it was a little nod to Jackie O. I mm-hmm. think that was the only Jackie O part of this outfit. But it was like a space <laughs> girl outfit. It was all in pink patent leather. She mm-hmm. had thigh high boots, the pink patent leather thigh high boots that went up into like how would you describe that top? It's like all pink patent leather, again, with a similar cutout in the torso, in the yes. front, a triangle cutout in the front torso like Rue had. She had this big collar that came up and the inside of the collar was black patent leather with a pink border around it. I love this look. Very futuristic, mm-hmm. uh, very Jetsons. Judy yeah, Jetson. She's, she's Judy Jetson. She was like yeah. a cocktail waitress on a spaceship. I loved it. I loved it. Up mm-hmm. next was Malaysia Baby Doll Fox. Malaysia Baby Doll Fox. Loved came this out. look. Amazing. Oh. She had a yellow beehive. And this shouldn't work. This is like a couch fabric or something. Mm-hmm. It was all citrusy, almost kind of golden girls mm-hmm. upholstery fabric. But she made a quilted cape, mm-hmm. which looks so beautiful. And it was in the same quilted fabric as the gown. Mm-hmm. And it was like lemonade and lemons. She had a yellow satin liner on the outside of the quilted cape. And then she had a little purse that was a lemonade carton. Mm-hmm. So it was like this citrus lemon fantasy. It was so clever. I mean, it was very, very clever. And the thing is, is that you don't get caught up in that pattern because you had the lining 
of the solid yellow. And so that's what kind of broke it up. And then with her hair, um, her hair was up in a bun, but Mm -hmm. then the very top was the same color as the lining, which gave it a whole different vision. And the judges loved this look. Carson even said that she had a lemonade purse, purse. which added the camp to it. And just looked lovely. She really knows her body. She knows how to dress for it. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of times as plus size women, we are afraid to add cloth, you know? Right. But it's a way to add it and elevate it and make it look elegant. And Mm -hmm. she just looked, she just looked lovely. She knows her body. And I think that the fact that she's a makeup artist, she Mm -hmm. has attention to detail. So Different. she's really Definitely. the one to watch. Next up, we have Aura Mayari, who came out like in a quilted, almost like a down quilted Beautiful. kimono. Beautiful. She had black kimono sleeves, but the sleeves that came down horizontally were row after row after row of quilted sleeves that went all oh. the way down to the floor. She Gorgeous. had a gold glittery obi belt, which is what it's called in Japanese, the obi wrap around the waist with black shiny stockings, high heels. This is a very, very elegant look. And she looked absolutely gorgeous in it. Just beautiful. What mm-hmm. I think got her was the, the acting challenge because yeah. this was beautiful. Yeah. It's that thing of like, you have to be able to kind of take your strengths. Mm-hmm. And Bianca Del Rito used to say, what are your strengths? Apply those in the challenge. Definitely. You know, and I think there's almost like a disconnect happening here with her. Next up, we have Jax, Mm -hmm. who came out with this body stocking. I think, you know how you said, like, (sighs) Malaysia Baby Doll Fox knows how to dress her body in a way that she's a big girl. Mm -hmm. This outfit kind of made Jax look bigger in a way that I don't think was intentional. Mm. She kind of, like, was a quilted, it was this python fabric and a quilted coat, and it it wrapped around her body like a cocoon in the butt and mm-hmm. in the waist and in the top. And it just made her look wider. Yeah. And plus, because it's puffer, it's yeah. going to puff you up as well. So you have to watch the design and the cut of it. Yeah. And she's short already. Mm-hmm. She's a little girl like me. So it seemed like it was swallowing her. But, you know, she has that body stocking on in the middle and then this yellow and black kind of the black and white part was like a snakeskin. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, I think she was supposed to be a bumblebee. And oh. so that's the reason why you had the, the color. And it, it probably because it was horizontal, yeah. that, that made her look wider too. Right. So I think it should have been be more careful. fitting. Yeah. And more fitting. Yeah. Like Spice came out in a quilted thing, but it was really tight to her body. I think she could have benefited from and that. And maybe not as much Jaylee. puff too. It could have been quilted more instead right. of like that, that big puff. The judges, they didn't talk too much about her look, but they did talk about her acting. They thought mm. that it was more no point of view and it wasn't funny, which um, we kind of said that, it, you know, yeah. she needed to pop more. Right. Up next, Mistress Isabel Brooks. Okay. So she came out in yellow and pink chaps. <laughs> chaps. And they were bell-bottom chaps. And they were quilted. And then she had a yellow and pink kind of panty in the middle. Kind of a bikini top. Yellow and pink bikini top. And almost like a pink and yellow brimmed sun hat on top with a blonde wig. 
And I loved it. <laughs> it was kind of so weird looking, but it worked. It was kind of the, like you said, when you're a big girl, you have to be more careful about how you're doing things. And, and that's what she said. You know, she said, I'm yeah. a big girl. I'm not going to put all this puff around me. So she figured out an outfit mm-hmm. that would, you know, give you the puff, but also wouldn't make her look like a big ass marshmallow. And I right. get that. I get it. You know? Yeah, but, but week after week, I think she brings out clothes that really compliment her. And she's yeah. not afraid to show her size and everything. And I, I love how empowering it is that she can show that big girls can also be glamorous and sexy and sexually viable. I love it. Well, when you look at this outfit, again, it's the cut of the lines. It's mm-hmm. vertical, not horizontal. Then yeah. you have the bell bottom, which kind of gives you that balance at the bottom. Yeah. And yeah. it gives you a shape. And then you have the hat. And then you just have the two basic colors that are vibrant. So yeah. it works for her also the judges said her acting challenge was great her ad libs were great Mm -hmm. she was just great so she did like you know a great thing and even harvey complimented her on the body positivity right and that's what we need to see more yeah i loved it and and the thing is about the shape of this if you look at it she's wearing chaps and they're bell-bottom chaps but if she puts her legs together the shape is a mermaid dress Mm mm-hmm it's mm-hmm. a mermaid dress, and the, the darker color is on the inside, which makes her look smaller. The bolder color of the silhouette of the mermaid dress is on the inside, which shrinks her, which gives that illusion. It's so cool. It's funny because it. people always think you got to wear dark to look smaller. No, it's about mm-hmm. lines and it's patterns lines. and how the colors go together. It, I love it's that. It's just crazy. I love Up next that. was Anitra. Anitra comes out in red and pink. Come on. And it's kind of like a fur-lined part. As a fur-lined parka over a lavender pink panty top, like a bikini bottom, with a bikini top in the same colors of red and pink. And she had a blonde wig and red patent leather high-heeled boots. So cute. She said she was the Las Vegas state bird, the prostitute. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was hilarious. Do you know what? The very first time I was in Germany, in Berlin, prostitution is legal. Mm-hmm. in Germany. They pay taxes. They get to see doctors. They get health care. It's actually really great. But they dress like this. They look like superheroes. Well, a lot of them are superheroes. I know. <laughs> I just, yeah. Six in one night. <laughs> You're better than me. All right. Coming up next, Marsha, Marsha, Marsha in white, white, white. Mm. She wore quilted pants, almost like ski pants, going up into a nude illusion stocking, going up into a white bikini bottom, going up to a white bikini top with a shrug, like almost like a down white shrug mm-hmm. over her sleeves. She did her uh, blonde hair and kind of Suzanne Summers, kind of like Chrissy in Three's Company. And they were commenting that this is the most makeup you've ever worn. You can go further. Yeah. And they said that if Elsa was a slut, she would look like this. <laughs> That's what they said. Um, and I totally agree about the makeup. I just uh-huh. feel like it's not enough. And then, you know, it's like a red nose. And it's just, it's, it's, I want to see a little more glamour or at least yeah. some of the looks a little more glamorous because she's a beautiful girl. I think she's very attached to this Marsha, Marsha, Marsha persona. 
Mm-hmm. That's her safe space. I think that's what got her here. You know, that has gotten her attention in the drag world. She needs to branch out. She needs to build on top of it. You're not going to lose it by adding to it. Have Marsha, Marsha, Marsha as your foundation and build more onto it, which is what I think they're asking her to do. And again, her and Marsha and Anitra were quoted as being good scene partners mm-hmm. in the challenge. Uh, yeah. The last person up, Selena S. Titties. Selena S. Titties came out in a quilted white jacket that was short, like almost like a mini skirt, almost mm-hmm. like, and with her legs showing white platform shoes. But the pockets in the puffer squares, instead of just being a solid thing, they were um, lucite. So they had all sorts of objects in them, things she needed, like lipsticks or stuff you would need for the slopes or a cold day. And then she lifted up her thing and she had a lucite panty that had hot Cheetos in it to say that her, her pussy was on fire. Yeah. I thought this was so creative. It looked great on her body. Mm-hmm. And this mm-hmm. is an example of a bigger girl, but she knows her shape. She knows yep. her body. She's able to make it form-fitting. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes those puffers, like I said, it makes you look puffed out. But right. this one was so funny. And then she even had Cheetos, you know, in her little um, panty area. <laughs> and she's like, it's hot down there, too, you know. And I, I appreciate the camp. So it was good. Me, too. Me, too. And so they have the whole, you know, the judges give their opinion. Opinions. Uh, they come down to the challenge winners. I believe the top two were Mistress Isabel Brooks and Malaysia Baby Doll Fox. The challenge winner was Mistress Isabel Brooks. Yeah. Well deserved. She was a cash prize of $5,000. Yeah, I, I agree with that. You do? Yeah. You sounded I, like you were hesitating for a second. I was trying to think. I think that both her and, in my opinion, both her and Malaysia should have split. Right. I think it should have been right. a tie. Right, because but this is her first win. She's yeah. been pretty solid. So when she when he, like right before she won, I said finally, and then she said it like right after I said it out loud. She goes finally. The one thing that did kind of like I was like, and you could see that it got to Michelle was when Spice was declared safe. She went back to doing that little that little bunny. Yeah, the little bunny. And and then, you know. After I told you not to do it. It's like, come on. And then Rue basically was like, is there a sniper? (laughs) Yeah, cue the sniper, which was Rue's way of saying, I don't like it either. Right. So this this is Spice's chance to listen to the judges. Yeah. If you listen to the judges and you take the note and you bring something new next week, they're going to notice that you listened. And that's important to them. You go further in the competition when you take their notes. And if you don't, Lord help you. Well, you know, them young ones, though. They play. They so play why a lot. did she do that? So so we were watching it last time. My husband said maybe she was just messing around, trying to goof on the fact that you said this was annoying, so I'm going to do it one more time as a yeah. joke. And she did say this yeah. is the last time, like you know. She said that. Yeah, she did say that okay. as she was going back and she was going down the stairs. She said this is the last time, and okay. it's like, but we told you already. It's already. like it's like it's not funny anymore. So don't do that. And yeah. then she did it. Definitely. Um, the bottom two was <laughs> Jax and Aura. So they had to lip sync for their lives. Sweetest yes. Pie by Dua Lipa and Megan mm. the Stallion. I love this song. I was yeah. like, I just, it's one of my favorite songs. Now, this is the thing Jax was in the bottom last week. Yes. And this is, I could see Jax in the bottom for another three times because really? Jax is going to fucking bring it. I mean, okay. I love the way Jack starts off unassuming, 
and you know you're going to get a flip. It's like, to me, Jax is now becoming, in the lip syncs, the Tom Cruise. Like, when right. I go see a Tom Cruise movie, <laughs> I know Tom is going to be somewhere on an airplane, on top of the airplane. Yeah, holding to, on to the airplane for dear life as it takes off. He's going to parachute down, mm-hmm. fall on a mountain, yeah. land on a motorcycle, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. do a, I mean, just unassuming. Yeah. And to me, that is what Jax is. That is her talent. That is yeah. what she's doing. And she killed this lip sync. Yeah, she doesn't want to be in the bottom anymore, though. I don't think you want to be known <laughs> as the girl who lip syncs every week. She is a fighter. I remember, like, she really stole the show when she did her talent competition, where she jumped rope with her braids. Mm-hmm. So she needs to bring that same level of excellence to all the challenges. But, you, you know, if you think about the fact that if you know that you could survive a lip sync, mm-hmm. like literally, like even Jack said, you know, Aura is trying to cover me, you know, mm-hmm. because Aura knows the power right. of Jax. Right. And it's like, she's like, she just don't know. I'm about, okay. I'm about to give it to her. Here's the other reason. Aura ends up losing the lip sync. And what I said while I was watching it, she took off her top and she had pasties, Right. She Uh had pasties over her breast, but she didn't have any boobs on. And it is a drag competition. And I think that without the boobs, she read more boy than girl. Mm, You know, because she has a really beautiful boy body. And so with without any boobs, with just pasties on, without a top, she read more boy. And I think that made her less effective in drag than Jax. And Aura was the one set home. Alec. What? Jax killed that. She it did. was nothing. What boobs or no boobs? Jax <laughs> was going to win. It anyway. Yeah. Her gymnastic skills are pretty it's on just, point. And, but it's not just that. It's the way she can choreograph it into the act. Yeah. And it doesn't, and it's not overpowering. Because some people, right. you know, they're doing stuff and it's overpowering where hers goes in exact timing. I mean, that right. is talent. I'm just, right. I'm just saying, that's just fucking talented. I wish yeah. I could do it. I'm like, lovely. Just okay. Lovely. So Aura got sent home. What was her exit line? My dead dad will haunt you all. <laughs> <laughs> Very Filipino thing to say. We believe in ghosts. Okay, squirrel friends, don't go anywhere. When we get back, another Connecticut diva from this season joins us. Robin Fierce is here. We'll be right back. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
You deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a brand new Samsung A14 on them. Straight Talk Unlimited plans start at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Who wouldn't want a few extra bucks in their pocket? Straight Talk is a great everyday value on wireless. Plus, it all runs on the most reliable 5G network in America. So treat yourself to Straight Talk today. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Straight Talk utilizes the network with the most first place rankings and root metrics 1H 2023 5G reliability assessments of 125 metros. Results may vary. Not an endorsement. Mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's today's most special <laughs> guest of them all? She's smiling, we're smiling, and we're all winning. Please welcome to the program, the Robin Fierce. Yay! Robin! Yes! Hello, hello. <laughs> How are you, my dear? I am doing fabulously, darling. How has life been since becoming a Rue girl? Tell us about how it's changed. I feel like in the main parts of my life, it's pretty much the same. I feel like a lot of us feel like going on the show, we're going to feel like totally different people mm. and our lives change right away, which mm -hmm. is not necessarily the case. Like, I'm still the same person that I was before the show. Of course, like growth happens. The mm -hmm. only difference is I have a little bit more followers and the booking fee is a little bit higher now, which <laughs> mm -hmm. is lovely. That part I love. I bet. But I think I think for the most part, like I've been a working drag queen for full time for two years now. So this is just the next step to that. So not too much different, but good. I think awesome. you should really congratulate yourself because there are so many people that try to be cast on this show year after year. And, mm -hmm. you know, to be able to do it, that's still something to celebrate. Yeah, so I wouldn't poo-poo that. But mm -hmm. did you do something to prepare for your casting? Before I was casted or when I got the call? When like you when got, you the, got call. the call. Yeah, and we um, also want to hear about when you got the call. What was that like? Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, no, I did not do like any mental preparation or anything like that. I think that um, my main thing was making sure that I had uh, the resources that I needed um, mm -hmm. to get everything ready. So finding designers, finding hair people, which was really difficult for me because before the show, pretty much everything that I wore, I made myself. So I didn't have any connections wow. to designers and I didn't really have a whole bunch of connections to like hair people. So all of the preparations was making new connections and mm -hmm. hoping and praying that these people would do what I needed them to do and how I wanted them to do it, not knowing how it was to actually work with them. Right, right. So you made everything. So you weren't one of those queens who showed up like at season 15 and go, I've never sewed before. That <laughs> no, sticks no, in my no, craw no. worse than anything. Just ask Lonnie that like, I feel like that's the equivalent of showing up on Survivor and going, I don't know how to make a fire. So wait, real quick, because we don't have you for very long. I want to hear about where you were the moment you heard and, and what happened. I was about to start getting ready for one of my shows. Mm. So I was at home. And it took me a moment to really like settle in and realize like 
what exactly was happening because mm. the following year on New Year's, someone prank called me to oh. say that I was on the show. Um, no. they, oh yes, they left a voicemail, they sent a text to double down. And then I went that whole day thinking like, oh my gosh, I'm on the show, like the hysterics of it all. To then the next day get a text, hey, we were drunk and doing little prank phone calls. Oh, oh, Sorry. No. <laughs> so oh I think that kind of ruined the big reaction for me because <laughs> for that, I had the big reaction. <laughs> I'm just imagining a woman calling you and going, you're on the show. And you're like, shut up. Yeah. Like, it's not true. I, I, I definitely asked the lovely lady who called me many times. Are you serious? Are you for real, for real? <laughs> um, and then I finally was like, okay, I believe you. This is amazing. I'm so excited. That's so great. But well, congratulations. Yeah. Well, what was your Thank favorite you. moment of being on the show? Because I just loved your looks, the looks that I was able to see. Mm-hmm. But what was your favorite moment? I loved the sewing challenge. Mm-hmm. That was a fun week for me because it was something that I knew. I knew I could sew. Like, you never know if you're going to go home or not because I describe this as the Game of Thrones of Drag Race. But I loved being able to work with my team who all knew how to sew. So we weren't all going back and forth with each other being like, how do you do this? How do you do this? It was like, what do you think this looks like? Is this good aesthetically? And we all just had a really cool, calm, collected experience up until we were trying to figure out who's in the top, who's in the bottom. Mm -hmm. But I think overall, my favorite part, and I know it's like cliche to say, but it's like the friendships that were made either during or after the show. Mm -hmm. Cause there are some girls and I, we all get along like literally, um, but there are some girls that I literally talk to almost like every day. Really? Who's your best Judy? I'm actually with her tonight, Aura Mayari. Ah. I love her. When we were when we were finished filming, I actually went to Nashville to go visit her in secret because we couldn't know each other. Right, right. Um, yet. So I stayed almost a week with her. And even like Malaysia and Anitra, Selena. I love them. They're they're so fun. Well, you know, since you're speaking of friends, let's talk about that tension moment (laughs) when we were you were trying to pick the songs, Mm -hmm. um, the Golden Gal Girl Group Challenge. What was that Mm -hmm. tension like? It was interesting to watch because I, my team wasn't part of that. I feel like once we saw that the girls were fighting over what they wanted we're like okay let's just swoop in pick this one so we don't have to go through mm. and jump hoops do the rock paper scissors names of the hat however we were going to decide how to pick so that was one of our options i think me and anitra we were like either country or hip-hop and then right. the other two were like we want hip-hop so then that's kind of how uh, we settled on the hip hop moment. But then there was a, a little issue with you guys that we saw on the episode when you were in rehearsal and you were very like, I love the fact that you were like, we don't all need walkers. <laughs> like, when, when Lucy was like, I think we should all start with walkers. And then how did you guys settle that? Honestly, it was for me, for me personally, it was about how can we make this the cleanest as possible, which some of the girls didn't enjoy my questioning of decisions but i because we didn't have a lot of time but like i wanted it to be as clean as possible and not be clunky like not every old person has a walker not every old person has a cane like Mm -hmm. we all were representing different campy old people my grandma who i kind of was trying to channel didn't have Mm -hmm. a walker she walked her ass to the dollar store all the time walked back home (laughs) Uh, (laughs) 
like she got around. She did yeah. not need a sister. Yeah, she didn't. Uh, she, didn't so... need a, she didn't need the thing with the tennis balls at the bottom of it. <laughs> right. Maybe that's y'all's grandparents, and that's fine. If it is. But... But over here, we're sturdy. We're <laughs> sturdy girls, okay? According to our research department, it says that you started doing drag because of Drag Race. That you yes. kind of uh, grew up with the show or you were watching the show. Was there any particular queen that really inspired you or, or a set of queens? Um, yeah, so basically I came out when I was like 19. I was bisexual, not mm-hmm. a thing for me. Mm-hmm. That was just what was easy. And then I started watching Drag Race because I thought drag queens were super weird. And then I'm watching the show and it's just like, oh wow, well, these queens aren't more or less weird than I am. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So let's give it a try and see how it goes. But off the bat, some of my favorite queens in the beginning and now, like I love drag, so I have so many favorite queens so that's a hard question for me. Right. But Raven because of makeup, Shangela because of the performance. And honestly, when I really, really think, um, and me and Shangela perform differently, obviously, but when I look at how I perform now and how I've always performed, it stems from watching like the Shangela's and Alyssa Edwards mm-hmm. and kind of mm-hmm. teaching myself how to dance through watching videos of me. Um, and then looking at them being like, okay, well that's not the step ball change that I want. Wow. <laughs> so we're gonna, Cause before that I, I never danced. I wasn't a theater gay. A lot of people what? think that I am because I, yeah, no, everything performance wise that I know is because of drag. Mm. And wow. that's been in the six year scope of me doing drag. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. awesome. You know, how did you get your drag name? Robin Fierce. Robin, because I wanted something that sounded similar to Rashawn, even though they really don't, they both just start with R. So mm-hmm. it was more of a comfortability mm-hmm. thing. And also I loved Raven. I'm like, oh, well she has a bird name. Robin is a bird name. <laughs> it works. Um, and Fierce was because I knew there was different kinds of drag out there and I didn't know what all of them were. All I knew is whatever I chose to do, I wanted to be good at it. And I wanted right. to be fierce. So I wanted my last name to describe my drag without knowing what my drag would be. Right. Oh, that's, yeah, that's that's branding. So mm. I'm always curious about like when queens like name themselves and you step out onto a stage for the very first time. What are mm. you doing? Where are you? Are you in Connecticut? And what's the number? I don't remember exactly my first. Wait, yes, I do. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Okay. Mm. So one of my friends, Siomari Labeja here in Connecticut, she was the first drag queen that I like met. So I would go to shows with her and Sometimes I would paint myself to practice before going with her. So she's getting ready, I'm getting ready. And then our mutual friend Ivana calls. She does a show up in Springfield, which is like 30 minutes from Hartford at a club called X Room, which is a male strip club, but they also do drag shows. Wow. You had me at male strip club. (laughs) Well, baby, everybody was there at male strip clubs. Nobody was there to see the drag. They just wanted to see the strip Okay. So Ivana calls, somebody drops out of the show, and she's like, do you know anybody who can fill in like last minute? And I turn and I look at her and I'm like, well, bitch, I'm getting ready. (laughs) Bitch, I'm going to be there anyway. Yay! So let her know. So my first gig was actually a paid gig. I got my little $50 and I uh-huh. did Land of Lola. I didn't sing it live then. I do sing it live now. Yeah, and from Kinky Boots. From Kinky Boots. 
and Don't Call Me Baby, which is a song that I saw Raven perform at my first Pride. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love you know, that. what inspires your drag? I mean, because you have the black hairstyles. Do you feel a responsibility being a drag queen of color as well? Firstly, my drag is definitely inspired by like powerful black women in whatever shape or form that takes. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like my drag character is what Angela Bassett played in uh, Wakanda Forever. <laughs> Wakanda, yes. Oh, you're yes. Queen, Queen Ramonda. Ramonda. Queen Ramonda, yes. Yeah. And I'm so glad she got many awards and accolades for that. Yeah. But that is part of my drag. And I love a powerful woman. And that's kind of where the core of Robin lives. Mm. I think that to limit yourself as a queen of color isn't fair. So I try not to Mm -hmm. because white queens can, or any other queens can do whatever they want Mm -hmm. and it's fine. So why can't I like, yes, I do lean towards powerful black women, but if I decide Mm -hmm. that I want to wear a straight wig, a curly wig, do something campy, do something a little more club kitty. If I do want to do that, I'm not going to say no to doing that because black people come in so many different shapes, sizes, and mm. genres of experience. So, yeah. Well put. You know, Alex <laughs> always says that drag is like a superpower and a superhero mm. identity. What would your drag superpower be? Anytime I'm asked that, I always pick the cheating power, which is the power to make <laughs> other powers. So that I don't have to do. That's smart. <laughs> it's like wishing you know? for more wishes. Yeah. In the words of my father, work smarter, not harder. Okay. <laughs> no, but if, if I did have to pick one, I would pick flying and, and vulnerability because like if you're flying, mm. like you don't want a bunch of shit hitting you and then you die while you're flying because of this power. Right. So the fun power with the protection of the power. Boom. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I love that. So what's next for you? What's next for Robin Fierce? You hitting the road? I am currently hitting the road. And I think that is my favorite part about this experience is being able Mm -hmm. to get out there like I am a performer I may not be like the campy queen I may not be like the choreographer queen all the things that we have to do on drag race which is fine and I enjoy doing them but at the end of the day I belong on a stage or hosting something so I love Mm -hmm. the fact that I get to be out there and people actually meet me I appreciate that the people who were living for me or supporting me through the show, they wanted to see more of me. And now this is their chance to actually see more of me and get to know more of Robin besides just what's on your TV. Absolutely. Where can people find you on socials? I'm on everywhere at The Robin Fierce, Twitter, Instagram, Venmo. (laughs) That's right, baby. That's right. Let them know. Venmo, the most important. No, I'm kidding. There but you yeah, go. on everything, the Robin Pierce. Fabulous. Last week we had Amethyst on the show and we pitched the idea of you both doing a reality dating show on MTV. Thoughts? If the check is right, I will do many things. Atta girl. <laughs> Atta girl. Well, we wish you the best of luck. You're a beautiful queen and your spirit shines through. And we're we're expecting great, great things. Thank you, thank you. Oh, one one thing before I go, I know we're like wrapping up. Absolutely. But really quick, my exit line was win with a smile, lose with a smile. That's something that my father has told me my whole life. So if anybody out there listening takes nothing else from me, it is that no matter win, lose, draw, or whatever, you are still a winner no matter what, because you've learned something, or maybe you took home the two hundred thousand dollars, but at the end of the day, your experiences are your wins. And 
loses don't define you they just make you stronger so yeah that's right i love that I love thank that. you so much robin thank you so much robin we'll talk to thank you thank you babies bye 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 witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 infinity qx80 Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a brand new Samsung A14 on them. Straight Talk Unlimited plans start at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Who wouldn't want a few extra bucks in their pocket? Straight Talk is a great everyday value on wireless. Plus, it all runs on the most reliable 5G network in America. So treat yourself to Straight Talk today. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Straight Talk utilizes the network with the most first place rankings and root metrics 1H 2023 5G reliability assessments of 125 metros. Results may vary. Not an endorsement. And we're back. Now, remember, we're trying to change the culture of the drag queen fandom here on School Friends. And yeah. Lonnie and I take this very seriously. You know, we hear their personal journeys week after week after week of all they go through just to be on this show and just to exist in this world and be themselves. So when you tip your queens on socials, send them love. They hear it. They love it. They appreciate it. And don't forget to tweet or DM us, or you can leave comments about how great y'all love, you know. Look at the guy on half and half. They don't know your name. They don't know your name. Listen, I need all the uh, social media help I can get because I'm trying to catch up with Lonnie Love's 7 million followers. Oh, She's goodness. like Rihanna. You can find me at Alec Mappa on Instagram. I do read all of my DMs. And you can find Lonnie Love at Comic Lonnie Love on Instagram, which is a showbiz feed to follow. If you want to know all about showbiz, follow Lonnie Love or you can write her at Lonnie Love on Twitter. You can listen to Squirrel Friends, the official RuPaul's Drag Race podcast on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you like this episode, make sure to rate and review us five stars, please. And tell a friend. Watch all new episodes of RuPaul's Drag Race season 15 every Friday on MTV. We'll be back next time for an all new episode of Squirrel Friends, the official RuPaul's Drag Race podcast. See you soon. Bye. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. 
The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. 